The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grosser, the boss man. John, it feels good to be back. And I think you may have a new career. Well, yeah, I think so too. I, I mean... So we go to a nice little wedding, right? Yeah. Our good friend, a loyal listener. Loyal listener. Connor Ray is out there in uh, San Luis Obispo. Sure as shit, John's the, what is it, the officiant? The officiant, the minister, the reverend. I go by many names, Paul, but the bottom line is, if you want to get married, I'm your guy. I think, I don't know if I've been to, and I'm being honest here, I don't know if I've been to a better wedding. Like, from the... The officiant, like the actual ceremony to the, you know, the dancing to the mm. whatever it's called, the dinner to the all that kind of stuff. I mean, the whole thing was knocked out of the park. You, my friend, were unbelievable. Well, no, no, no. Just a young Vin Scully. <laughs> you know, the Vin Scully of weddings. That's yeah. That's what you were. Yeah, I thought, I don't Well, we got to see the tape. I haven't seen the tape yet. You haven't watched the All Twenty Two yet, huh? Well, it's six to eight weeks, Paul. You know these wedding. Yeah, you true. know these wedding people. Once they once they capture your content, true. They they hold you hostage a little bit. I will say, at what point? Okay, during the ceremony, at what point did you find your groove? Now that we've you know, yeah, nobody's around. Hey, just me and you talking. At what point did you feel like you know what? This is where I need to be right now. That's such a great question, Paul. I think it was about one page in. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Pro- probably, you know, we as good as it was, right? We can always improve. Right, of course. And uh, probably the biggest flaw was the paper. Yeah. And it's just it was is a product of of uh, not not having the speech done until the night before. Right. So I I didn't prepare it at home. I didn't have like a, a stapler or a three ring binder. So what we're dealing with is double-sided paper printed at the hotel lobby, and so the paper flip was on my mind. Yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't a hundred percent. There were some hiccups, but even the great ones have to deal with a little adversity. And I think once I got through that first flip, and I I said, you know, we're one page in, the introductions are done. You know, maybe one or two jokes in there, and oh, not God. not my best jokes. Not no, my long but they shot. were good though. But they but they got the crowd to realize that it's okay to laugh. Yeah. Like, hey, this is something that's supposed to be fun. Yeah. You know, we're, we're celebrating here. You can laugh and cry all in one ceremony. Oh, you know, yeah. Paul? And you know what? They did. And they really did. And that's when you know you have it. That's when you know you have it. I'm like the- uh, Are you tearing up right now? Yeah, I just, you know. You know, a little bit. It was you? quite an experience. It really was. Uh, I, I'd, li- I'd like to think I knocked out of the park. So what? how did you get your license? Was it easy? It, very easy. Did you- Break this, break this thing down. The whole thing came to your mind. Did you look up on the internet like, hey, what should I do here? Um, a little bit. Did you yeah, have little oh, yeah. guidelines? Well, so well to get the license, it took about two minutes. You basically just enter your credit card info. That's all. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Know uh, that. But then I, 
I upgraded to the package. Okay. Which I think was good because they say, what does that mean? Well, like, instead of just say, like, I don't know, maybe sending you an email that says you're ordained, I got, well, I had the clergy badge. Yeah, I saw that. Saw that. Uh, had some uh, license, uh, what's it called, marriage certificates. Yep. Yep. Um, they're not a fish. Like they're not the one for the county. Like the one for the county is from the county. So what? What's what is yours? They're just like they're a from fake the Universal Life Church where I'm ordained. Okay. But it was a nice present to give to Connor and Nicole. Yeah, that is it was very like, nice. Here's one because they don't get to keep. Well, I don't know Ooh, if they get to keep the real. One. I gotta give them a wedding present. I forgot. Keep going. Uh, and then. Oh, but most importantly, they give you a little booklet that kind of guides you through the ceremony, like. It says, like, you start with a welcome statement. Then you start with a sermon. And then you go to a sermon. Then some couples want this. Some couples want that. So I did have some guidance. Uh, I had, you know, I plagiarized from multiple sources, Paul. Yeah. But I put my own twist on a lot of it. Right. Well, uh, it, But that's what that's school. You make, it's basically school. That's how you get through it. Correct. Yeah. Well, the whole sermon was not plagiarized. That I thought the sermon went pretty well. That the was like was- your... And then I like told their story, but then there's something called the consecration. What's that? When they come together? That, that's yeah. That's like right before they do the I do's when you really set the tone. Yeah. Like, like a, hey, about what's to happen. So like the verbiage about like the rings and like yeah, you've been you've been this to each other. I, I took it and then I just subbed in a few a few lines. Yeah. You know? the, yeah. You've been this, but now you're this. Yeah. 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 It's like the example one said like. From wa- long walks on the beach, and I said I changed it to from long walks with your dogs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, 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 right. It right. was just, uh, you know, I thought it went well. No, it went great. It actually, it, it went great. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Uh, I think we should start a business. Uh, I'll start booking you gigs. I'm gonna be. Maybe we could do a. I don't really want to be a wedding planner because that sounds like a nightmare, but like. Something like that. Well, let's not forget that. I, okay, I was very stressed, a little nervous leading up, and then you know me and you. You usually kill weddings together. Yeah, there's no to. doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But I was once that once that was over. I took a I took a back seat and I took a deep breath because it was a, you know my shoulders were lifted. Yeah, you could say so. I wasn't on my toes, and then here comes Paul in the in the middle of the speeches, probably with the line of the night. Yeah. We're not going to say exactly what it was. But let's just say the entire crowd laughed. Yeah, that was actually really good. That was a, it was a great line. It was my George Costanza moment yeah. of the night. I, he wasn't giving the speech. He yelled something out during a speech. No, it during was during the their dance, first dance. During the first dance. Yeah. Well, they were having a fun first dance. Yeah, they were. You know, one of those like, yeah. you know, it was fun. It was a, it was a happy time. You know, and I... And that's the why the moment you, was right. That's why you booked both of us. Yeah, exactly. when one of us is having an off uh, hour... The other one's on. You have to, yeah. And that's that's basically our show. Yep. So <laughs> you're off today. <laughs> yeah, I am a little bit. You're killing it. Uh, yeah. I mean, what a time. Should we great. just kind of break down like everything that we've done since we've been gone? We've been gone for a while, right? Have we? Okay. Remember, because well, well, deadline, deadline. We had the bachelor party in Tahoe. Yep. Uh, we had this wedding. Yep. You know, so it's been hey. We need vacations too, John. Yeah. You know, everybody's out there taking vacations, right? You're going wherever, this place, that place. And we're out here nose to freaking foot to pavement grinding right now. Yep. Nose in the book. You know, we deserve it. And wedding season's still not over, Paul. 
Yeah, we do have a wedding coming up. We got a wedding in September. We got a bachelor party in November. We got a wedding in January. Oh, shit. I forgot about all that. We're Hey, we're locked and loaded here. We're locked and loaded. That, book, book us early. Hey, that bachelor party in Tahoe, though, was an unbelievable time. We haven't we haven't seen each other since then? No. Wow. Uh, it was incredible. We didn't go to the lake. We went to Lake Tahoe. We went all drove all the way up to Lake Tahoe to drink beer at a house. And we didn't go and to the did. lake. I heard the lake was a little chilly, so maybe we... Yeah. Well, you saw well, the I lake. I did go to the lake. You Actually, saw the let's lake. scratch that. I went to the lake. Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> much respect. Yeah. John, much respect. I, here I am, always giving credit to the people that are out there, you know, hitting the streets. Yep. Taking a jog, you know? Mm. Half a mile. You no know, one saw one it mile, coming. mile, whatever. Nobody was talking about you. I didn't see it coming. No one saw it coming. I took a, after what, we get there, what, Thursday? Yeah. Friday, lots lots of beer being drunk. Thursday for sure. <sighs> the whole time. No one saw it coming. Saturday morning, I took a little jog. It was a jog slash hike because I had to hike down yeah, and up yeah, yeah, yeah. to the yeah. lake. But... I realized we weren't going to see the lake, and I did want to see it. Never been to Lake Tahoe. Right, right, right. So I went down there. There was a lot of trespassing involved. I didn't realize that. Oh, you had to go through back, well, the, backyards yeah, and stuff? Yeah, it was a lot of, yeah. Oh. It was a lot of passing. Oh, the bad like, way of Through the sideway of houses. Yeah. And, like, unfortunately, the worst part was, like, so many signs that say you're trespassing that you kind of have to act like you're not right. seen. Right, right, right. But Just act like, you know what? pretend like you know what you're doing. I saw the lake. Or play dumb. Hey, I may never go back again. Someone ever wants to make an, a, a, a comment to me and say the how blue is that lake? I'm gonna say it was one of the bluest lakes I've ever seen. Are they keeping it blue? They're keeping it blue, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was very. I couldn't believe you went on a jog. Yeah. One because I mean jogging is just a nightmare for one. Two, after that night we had, and you still went out there. Yeah, that's respect. I had to, I had to do something. Came back, crushed some bacon. I mean, what a yeah, what a very nice morning it must have been for you. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, how about that? Are we club guys now? You think? <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I think not. I might be. Yeah, but I will say that we went to this club in Lake the Lake Tahoe Casino, and it was so the Hard Rock Cafe. It was so it was so ridiculous. It was fun. That's exactly how I would put it. And like the DJ was was probably the worst DJ I've ever seen, but he was the best because he was entertaining me the whole time. Yeah, he was. Nothing like the DJ. Nothing like the DJ giving himself a birthday shout yeah. out. He that shout, was impressive. He, he keeps shouting out like all the ladies in the house, all this in the house, and then and then he like breaks down like no music, and he goes, "I have a treat for you guys today." How often do you get to go somewhere and it's the DJ's birthday? <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. No one in there really cared at all about him. He was pretty annoying. I, but uh, he was pumped on his own birthday. Working on his own birthday. Yeah. You got to respect yeah, it. Yeah, you do have to respect it. I I thought he was going to give us free drinks or something. I was excited. Yeah. And then he comes up with that and like, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. You know, we all have, we've all got to work on your birthday. Hey, welcome to adulthood. Yeah. You know, you got to work on your birthday. I don't sometimes. think he, I, I honestly don't think he had to work on his birthday. I think his boss probably said, hey, why don't you take today off? And he said, no, 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 no. I'm coming in and 300 people that I don't know and I will never see again are going to celebrate. Yeah, I got a surprise for the audience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're probably right. Uh, yeah. What a time, John. 
Uh, anything else that you've been doing or that you want to share with the well, listeners? Well, in or? that club, I did a... Well, I didn't know we were going to a club. No, me neither. We went to a casino. Yeah, it was a casino. The uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. And I wore sandals, and that was the worst... That was the worst yeah. mistake I've ever made. In my life. Yeah, that's tough. And it's also alarming how much alcohol apparently goes on our shoes while we're at clubs. My feet oh, were drenched yeah. the entire well, night. Well, my shoes are the, are gross. I don't, like it, they just like it's just why is shit just flying everywhere when you're in a club? Like okay, I, so much like disgusting liquid is going on on you. Because people, I don't think people really care. I, I think once you enter the club, all worries are gone. Yeah. I think that's what people... And that's the problem. And I think that's why people like it so much. You don't got to worry about a thing. You just start chucking alcoholic drinks on everybody. If you can adapt to that atmosphere, you're right. It's great. And I know that you said that it was a bad move by you to wear your your sandals and stuff. Your feet got disgusted, which is true. But, like, you can wash your feet. My shoes, I may never wear those again. That's true. There's just, like, you know, cranberry juice. I wouldn't. Also, how come... When you go to a club, cranberry juice and orange juice are like the side drinks of choice. <laughs> yeah. That's never the case anywhere else. Yeah, I don't know. Like you, you know what I mean. If you go to a ra- if you go to yeah. Joe, if you go to uh, Poor Dicks, like you're not getting a cranberry vodka over there. But see, that's this is to me why I can't enjoy clubs because it is all these people who leave their worries, and everyone there is acting like everything happening is normal and awesome. And I just, I'm filling up with so many questions. Yeah, why is there cranberry and orange juice? Yeah. Why are we parading around celebrating the fact that we just bought a a 10-hour bottle of alcohol for $200? Yeah, that's tough. And and everyone looks at you and says, like, wow, you did it. You balled out. See, yeah, the sparklers and shit? The sparklers. There were girls... In bikinis dancing, maybe I'm maybe I'm a little crazy, but when I see somebody get the sparklers, I look at them and I don't think, "Wow, that's sick." I think of, "Wow, what an idiot!" Yeah, that's what I think. You too. know, and then it happened to be our group that was getting them, and I was like, "Wow!" And they're like, "Yeah, that was five hundred bucks." I was like, "Bro, I bought a <laughs> bottle of Tito's for like eleven dollars yeah. the other day." Yes, exactly. You know, I went to Costco and I got a big ass jug of Kirkland for like twelve. Uh, good stuff as well. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I you know it's not my thing. Not my but thing. Hey, do we? Hey, but we adapt. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Yeah, we do adapt, don't we? We fit in. I mean, well, at least I thought so. We probably stuck out like sore thumbs, but you know, I thought we were okay. Well, I thought we were okay. Uh, yeah, that was, it was a good time. Maybe we should give One Oak a try again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's been about fifteen. I years forgot or so. about One Oak. It's probably been fifteen years, right? No, yeah, because twelve, that, and that might might be the last club I've been in before the Lake Tahoe <laughs> Casino that's Club. A good point, yeah. And I still can't get over. Like it was again. I was just sitting there wondering how how on earth is this the place that everyone wants to go? Yeah, I don't know. I like, don't know. You know, if you go to like a, a, a playoff baseball game, it's packed, and you're like, "Wow, this is packed, and this is awesome." Yeah. Like now, this is why. Like we're here, and then I, you go into One Oak, and you're like. I planned for three weeks to spend four hundred dollars and wait in a forty-five minute line to go to this place. Yeah, that's it's just a it's just a dark warehouse. Uh, it's, you can't see anybody, anyways. Yeah, you know, like you can't and you can't hear anyone. You're literally just going there for nothing. You can't see, you can't hear, 
The you only thing talk. you can do is buy a two hundred dollar bottle for t- yeah. a ten dollar bottle for two hundred bucks. Yeah, I guess, or like a seventeen dollar cocktail. But there's one thing I'm proud of in life is I have never personally purchased one of those. The bottles? Yeah. Yeah, me neither. But like, if you do, you are the guy. Which is crazy. And, there, and in that in that world, there is no cooler person than the guy who buys that. I don't. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really plan on being the guy ever. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it'll never be me. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, John? Before we uh, toss it to our interview, we got a great interview. Tahoe was great. Uh, San Luis Obispo was great. Hey, what a what a beautiful city. I love it. I really do. Yeah. San Luis Obispo. You know, you were telling me. They don't have fast food in San Luis Obispo. Is that true? I don't, did, when did I tell you this? Uh, the that night, whatever when night I it called was. You? Yeah, you called me. <laughs> yeah, I, we got scammed by our Uber driver. Oh, he lied. No, well, they don't have drive-throughs, but like the bottom oh. line was, we wanted Taco Bell or something. Yeah, and he could have been like, "I can take you there, right, and drop you off, and you can get it, right." And instead, he's like, no, no drive-thrus. No. He was acting like there was no fast food or something. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, they don't have drive-thrus. I don't know what the reasoning behind that is. But uh, ended up getting a DiGiorno from the lobby of the hotel. Yeah, that's awesome. What kind was it? No idea. Did, you had a little oven in your in your thing? A microwave. Oh, you microwaved the pizza. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. I don't know. I, I think it was a micro. It wasn't like a big one. It was like a oh the mini one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're probably good. Good with that then. It wasn't all the way. We didn't cook it all the way through. That's okay though. But hey, what do you, come on? What do you expect? Yeah. Right. Uh, I will say, pretty all time move by me driving up to slow that morning, and then while you guys were all doing your thing, you were prepping for whatever the groomsmen were doing the groomsmen thing. Your boy just went to Buffalo Wild Wings Bar and just got yeah. pretty loose. It was that's, a pretty good time. That's a good call. I mean, it was great. It actually was great. Well, I, I asked you if you were, if you were coming to the hotel first, and you said, you sounded like you had plans. But I, I didn't know the plans were just to be by yourself at Buffalo Wild Wings, which well, is awesome. Well, the plan was to find, you know, like a, an Applebee's, a Chili's, a Buffalo Wild Wings, somewhere where I could just, you know, have a couple of beers, watch a little yep. sports. It was fo- first fo- uh, Saturday of college football. Sure. So I was just, you know, kind of going to – that's what I had my mind set on. And I didn't want to disturb you. No. So – I appreciated it. And so I did that, and then I got ready, put on all my suit and stuff like that in the Buffalo Wild Wings parking lot. That's awesome. So that's, that was my story. You looked good. Thank you. You too. Thank you. You did. Uh, all right. That's it. What a time. What a life we live. John, should we get to our interview? Yeah. So, on the show today, we have an author. He wrote the book first, right? You have to write it, I think, in order, even if it's an audio book. It's a great way. Unless he just repeated book. it over and over and over and over on his on his iPhone. Like the book of Eli. You ever seen <laughs> the book of Eli? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, it's a great movie. Denzel Washington. Don't. Uh, no spoilers. Okay. All right. No spoilers. Okay. Uh, we got Bob Edinger on the on the show. He's an author. He wrote some. The book is called Some Sports Stories. Yes. Uh, kind of a a funny book. It's a a book of this guy's an entertainer. Yeah, he's an entertainer. That's a great way to put it, John. Stories about his past, about uh, you know, his daughter playing his. 
But let me tell you something, John. Some of those stories were pretty funny. Yeah, they were. Well, him telling, I haven't read it yet. Well, well listen to You'll it. never read it. Right, 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 right. We and you know what? Yet. What a guy. Somebody finally catering to the audience that can't read. Yep. I needed that. Yep. There's hope in this world. You know, you got your Dan Browns out there who are just writing shit. I can't read that, Dan Brown. No. Bob Edinger out there speaking. Well, he didn't speak, but writing stories to the ear, John. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. Uh, all this stuff's available on what? Barnesandnobles.com. Yeah, he'll find, he's going to tell us, right? Yeah. You got anything else to prep this interview? No. Author Bob Edinger. Wow. This is a nice boat. On the phone, big time guest. We got our first author, maybe second or, or third, John, right? We, Set first audiobook author. Oh, and that's my kind of style, <laughs> yeah, as you that's, know, John. That's the only style that you even have a chance at. <laughs> All right. We got, uh, it's Bob Edinger. He's the author of Some Sports Stories. Isn't that what it's called, Bob? It is exactly what it's called. Some Sports Stories, and <laughs> it's available on audiobooks. Is that is that what it is? It's certain platforms on audiobooks. You can find it at Barnes & Noble online. Uh, Apple Books, Google Play, Audiobooks.com, a few other places. That's awesome. Bob, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate it. Can you give us a quick background of, of what these stories are, These some of these so sports stories, right? Right. So I grew up in Pasadena, California with my dad, sports crazy dad, and three brothers, and we played sports constantly. Uh, we were so close to the Rose Bowl, in fact, that on a big game day, we could throw the football around in the front yard hear the cheers and then run in and watch the replay. Damn, so that was awesome. kind of a fun, kind of a fun background to have. It's like, Oh, we don't need to watch this whole game. It's boring. Usually we'll just wait for the good stuff. You ever been to the boat? Been where? The boat in D town, P town, the dirty Dina. Uh -uh. Oh, it's a great, great spot. <laughs> Pasadena. We're Pasadena experts over here on the show. I don't know. If you oh, know. so where is this place? Uh, it's downtown Pasadena. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I'll have to just check give, that out. Give, hey, we have we even been? Isn't that where we wanted to oh, go? Oh yeah, we, we never been, it. but we didn't find it. You're right. There, it might be <laughs> fake. That's actually a good point. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. You didn't think you'd be learning uh, stuff on this show, did you? Yeah. No, I knew I would. Had <laughs> uh, <laughs> went with that thing. Um, so a lot of the stories have to do with me growing up in Pasadena, and you know, playing various sports and doing various things. Uh, there's a story about talking about how I'm such a, a trivia nerd and and, and growing up. That when I went to summer camp, they banned me from the trivia contest because I kept winning too much. Oh hell yeah! Wow. Do you do you play local trivia around here? I don't. I should. Wow. Uh, one of the other things in my background is I used to work at Jeopardy. Really? Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. In fact, I was the person who made the phone call to book both Ken Jennings and Brad Rutter. Oh, what a what a you know what, John? So wait a second. What did you do? At, you 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 decided who who was good enough no, to be no, on the, the show. The other people in the department decided. But it was my job, along with a guy named Glenn Kagan, who was there forever. Uh, we would actually call and screen and vet the people, and if they answered the questions correctly in terms of their background, then we would offer them an opportunity to for a tape date. Oh, that's unbelievable! Wow. What a what a you know what? That's my kind of gig, John. Well, I'm a big Brad <laughs> Rutter guy. Yeah, he's, he's a, great. Who, he's a really wonderful guy. Who's he's your favorite? Crazy smart. I think Ken and Brad's a tie. I really wow. like them both. There's another guy who I really liked. Uh, his name was Ramsey Campbell. And it's a name that probably doesn't ring a bell with a lot of people because uh, he won. He was doing Holtzauer before Holtzauer did it. 
he would get daily doubles and bet everything. Oh, okay. Hold tower. Had a blast doing it. He was a long. He had, he had long dreadlocks. He had two different colored eyes. He was like a screenwriter. Just a super chill guy. And he won four games, and no one saw his fifth game. Why is that? Because his fifth game was supposed to air on what happened to be nine eleven. Oh, jeez. So, and then he lost. He that lost game? that game though. Yeah. So maybe it's a good okay. thing no one saw it. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighth. <laughs> hey. Wow, untold stories, Josh. Hey, some stories, right? You know, I completely forgot about Holtower, and that's that guy changed the game. Well, I guess he did. He really did. He he copied uh, this other guy with the dreadlocks. Oh, okay, okay, Bob. I don't know if he copied him, but I mean, I, I kind of liked it when Holtower broke the single day. Yeah, because yeah, the other guy who broke the single day did it by such a small margin, and I was around for all that can run working in the intestine farm, and he he could have very easily done more on a daily basis if he had wanted to. I'm convinced of it. You ever heard of Stump the Schwab? Yeah, sure. You th- you think you could beat him? God no, he's amazing. Yeah, he was pretty. He was a joke. So so you That's never went. Yeah. You never went on Jeopardy though. No, I always I worked originally as a temp, believe it or not, and then uh, worked in the contestant department, and then ended up working with one of the uh, consulting producers as a special projects coordinator towards the end. So you know Alex Trebek pretty well. Rest in peace. Not super well now. Oh, okay. I got to meet him a little bit. He's a sharp guy too, huh, John? Really funny too, surprisingly. Uh, he was very funny. I thought he had like one or two go-to lines, but every taping he had something different. All right, Bob, keep going. So you had you were you worked for Jeopardy, sharp dude, right. sports guy. <clears throat> what? And then the, go ahead. The, so some of these other stories talk about me growing up. I went to Muir out in Pasadena. You guys are sports guys. You know Muir's a big sports power. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept the bat. Kept the books for the basketball team, and I played tennis both. So there's stories about that. Uh, there are stories about me getting autographs from people. So I have one about Raymond Floyd and one about John Wooden. Ooh, the pyramid and of then, success. What's that? The pyramid of success. Exactly. Yeah. And so then we, after that, seg to sort of, segue to sort of more of a local angle. I start talking more about my daughter's sports exploits, and we live here in Long Beach. So there's there are stories about her playing softball over at Hartwell, and playing in various little golf uh, contests here over at uh, oh, the course over Lakewood, and her playing softball, and then her segueing on to basketball both at Stanford Middle School and then over at Milligan. That's awesome. So what then, what made you decide that that you wanted to do a book first of all? Well, I had a couple stories early on. Um, there's one that's called the Basketball Circus, which talks about me playing basketball as a little kid and me getting a little too comfortable on the court and deciding to, instead of scratching my backside, doing something a little bit more graphic and totally forgetting there's a, a crowd full of people watching me do this. <laughs> Wait, you scratched your ass? Uh, more than that. You, you, you flashed everybody? No, no. I dug I dug in there pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's incredible. So my, so my genius idea at the time was, well, our coach had talked about a pre-shot routine, and I just made the first shot. I'll just make this look like this is something I do before every shot. Oh, my. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. What? <laughs> what? So so you have a bunch of these. Okay. Are these stories kind of made up, some of them? Little, not not made up, but. Uh, <laughs> Embellished. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are they are they embellished? Probably that one is a little embellished because I talk about 
knowing what the cheerleaders who saw me do that are thinking. Okay. Clearly, clearly I don't know that, but by the way they looked at me, I could kind of figure it out. Who's the Who's uh, the voice on the audiobooks? Is it you? Okay, it's not me actually. So what happened was is that uh, I realized as I was doing these. I was going to do a book, and then an author friend of mine says, you know what, an audiobook is really kind of what's taking off right now, and they're easy to get you know, more notice if you have an audiobook. And then I remembered that my two golf buddies both do VO. They do, both do voiceover. So I thought, well, geez, I'll just have them both do it. And so they sort of trade off. They like, kind of have them do hunts at a time, so you get used to one voice before you segue over. And... Uh, it's, it worked out really well. I think it's a nice, you know, some of the stories are really short, some are longer, but it really breaks it up nicely. So you're not just hearing the same voice the whole time. As a guy who literally can't read, I just want to thank you for uh, really uh, helping me out with uh, no words, all, uh, <laughs> all audio. That's very nice of you. Oh, my pleasure. Actually, one of, one of my other comedy friends who really helped us, he saved the day with our audio. He had to get the levels just right because we didn't have them right. Um, one of his great quotes about the book is he calls it a love letter to sports. And he, he, he too, he said he read the book, but he did much easier time of it hearing it. He's had some, I guess some, you know, I don't know exactly what his, what his uh, reading challenges are, but apparently there are some. Is the title so not creative that it's so creative? Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> that was kind of the idea. My hope was that if this did really well with some sports stories, we would come back with more sports stories. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's actually not and then bad. and then even down the road, if it became a huge blockbuster, I would actually do it a charity one and call it your sports stories. Did you talk about the death of the three sport athlete in this book or no? No, not too much. Okay, I know you guys talk about it a little bit on the show. Yeah, we had some killer ones back in my era, but now it's like everybody does one. We talked about when Britt joined uh, over at, at Milliken. You know, could she do something other than basketball? And the answer was pretty much no, she can't. Yeah, you know, we pretty much have you busy year round, and it's true. Every month but August, she had games. Did she play under the tutelage of the great Lorraine Morgan? She did. Oh yeah, wow, we're big. That's fans. our girl. Yeah, big fan. Yeah. Uh, so she played two two years of varsity under under Coach Morgan and Coach Kevin. Um, they had they had great teams. They lost a total of eight games in two years. When so when was this? Pretty recently, they were 20, 26 and four two years in a row. So it was she graduated in twenty. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. oh really recent. Okay. Yeah. So very recently. So um, she was one of at least if Max perhaps is accurate, and I, I got to think they are. She ended up being one of the top three point shooters in in the school's history, as best I can tell. Wow. Can shoot it a little bit, eh, John? Huh? All right. Well, yeah. That's that's what happens when I don't go to Milliken. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Uh, she was she was behind Leslie Garcia, who is the number one three point maker apparently of all time over there. So did you finish this book recently? Then, if these stories pretty are... recently it came out, it came out in June. Yeah. Oh, okay. What what was the last story that you wrote about? I don't want to give anything away, but like what? Yeah. To, to um, what point? Actually, my my buddy Kermit had recommended. You know what? We don't really know what you were like as a little kid. I could I'd love to get a little bit more. On that, so I wrote the I was banned story was the last one I wrote, even though it's the third position in the book. It was the last one I wrote. Okay. Is that the is that the butt picker one? I'm sorry. Is that the butt picking story? No, that was the very first one I wrote. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> got it. So you you and then, go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. So I was gonna say so that one ended up sort of getting squeezed up front, and then probably the second one I wrote is when my dad passed. 
Um, he was an avid sports fan. And so I was one of many speakers at his funeral and I did a baseball theme one based on his scorekeeping at games. And so that's the thing that the book ends on. That's awesome. Wow. That sounds like it's going to make us cry. Yeah. It's, there are times that are a little sad. I got to say there's, there's a story right before that, where I talk about spreading his ashes around also sports related. That's has a really interesting twist and, and coincidence in it that, that touch people as well. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that or do you want people to check that uh, out? I think it would, I think it would give it away. Okay. I really mm-hmm. do. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. So, uh, so how do, how do people get to your audiobook and why should they, why should someone decide that they want to spend a little money and a little time on this book? Well, it's, it's, it's really tight. I mean, I, from when one of the other many things I did in my background is I did stand up for a long time. And so if you're a person who likes stories and doesn't like, like the typical fiction thing where they're telling you for 10 pages what a leaf looks like, and it's like you want to cut to the chase and hear what the story is, then this is the book for you. Wow, that sounds like my kind the story, of book. The stories are very tight. Some are short as a minute. And a buddy of mine was like, how do you have a beginning, middle, and end, and it's only a minute long after you're doing that? Yeah. But some of them, some, some are really short. Some of them, like when I'm spreading my dad's ashes around, are closer to 10 minutes. Um, That's a But gift. the whole book that is an hour and a half. So oh, it's a wow. nice tight. So it's a nice tight listen. And uh, everybody's, you know, so far everyone's really enjoyed it. The thing that's been really interesting is a lot of women who are not sports fans really like it a lot. They like the, the relationship between me and my dad and my, me and my daughter, I think, is a, a selling point for them. Should we start a book club? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't think that's a bad idea. Paul's just trying to meet all these women. I was just involved. thinking that. Get a couple <laughs> milfs over here. Not a bad idea. Uh, okay, how do we get? How do we get this book? Okay, so the easiest way is probably to just go to BarnesandNoble.com. You have to download the Nook app to be able to read it on your phone or whatever device. That's probably the easiest way. It's also at Apple Books. It's at Google Play. Um, it's on something called I think it's called Scribed. S C R I B D. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, audiobooks.com and more more getting at it all the time so hopefully we'll be continuing to grow cool. I, I, I just want to say real quick before we, we wrap this thing up it seems like you've lived a pretty sweet life like how come we can't like live a like a cool life like this like, <laughs> he will he, he, like keep score he's the jeopardy guy he's like doing all this cool stuff like yeah uh, what yeah let's say what did you actually do stand-up did you tour the nation up. what's going yeah, on like, i did sweet. i did yeah i did pretty much the west coast because comedy is sort of broken out by region pretty much so okay. like the chicago comics pretty much covered the midwest for example what, what's what's the what's the largest crowd you played in front of Ooh, that is a good question there was something i did with paul rodriguez like a school event and i think there was like about a thousand kids for that that's pretty good yeah but it was like, you know, gum popping 12 year old. So it was not right. the greatest crowd in the world. Right. Yeah. You were like touring, doing like Laugh Factory and stuff like that. Is that what it was? Um, clubs like that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly out of town. I was based here, but I would go up to the Northwest or I'd go to the you know, San Francisco Bay Area or go to Arizona or New Mexico or Texas a bunch. Um, there was a club out of Pasadena called the Ice House, and they booked a lot of other clubs around the country. And for some reason, they had a bunch of work in Texas, so I worked a bunch in Texas. Wow! So, so you've been a stand-up comedian, you've been a Jeopardy screener. What is? Are you a now a full-time author? Well, we're hoping to. You know, I gotta gotta get the word out about the book. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. I forgot to say. Um, in the book, 
some of the sites have it, others don't. If they don't, if people get the book and it doesn't have it, have them contact you to contact me, and I'll send it to them. There's a section of supplemental material that comes with the book. And so it's lots of cool pictures and links to actual video links to my daughter actually playing uh, in some of these games that I talk about. There's a picture of a whole golf hole that my mom painted. And my favorite one, I think, is there's a chapter called Thought I Screwed Up the Books. And there's a picture of the actual scorecard of the game that I'm talking about. Ooh. Oh, okay. sweet. So that so basically the audiobook is like safe for driving and then your supplemental material makes it very not safe for driving. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm gonna check this thing out, John. This is this sounds pretty epic. Uh are you starting to write more sports stories? Are is that in the works already or you have to wait a little bit? I am sort of waiting and seeing if, if there's enough of a market to make that worth my while. Because oh. it's you know, the guys the guys have full time jobs. Uh, my my, my uh, VO guys. Okay, well, hey, let me tell you something real quick. If you want a couple extra VO guys, uh, not to brag, we do host the best podcast oh, in okay. the city of Long Beach. Also, not to brag, I am the voice of Agent and Awesome, which is a uh, show based out of Reno. So I'm just letting you know. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, there's another book idea I have where I need at least a third a third VO guy. Wow. So this, this could be happening. So this is an audition right now between me and John. <laughs> Well, hey, we're a package deal, all right. I'm but, just letting you know right now. Okay. The, yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to read what you want read, and then <laughs> and then tell Paul, and then he can read. Yeah, that's it. actually a great point. That's a good point. Uh, all right, uh, Bob. Thanks a lot, man. This has been a great time. Uh, you, you got anything else? You got anything else you want to talk to uh, tell us or ask us about or anything like that? Uh, no, I had I had an idea at some point to to, to talk Long Beach dessert with you guys, but uh, oh, maybe another well, time. No, no, we can do uh, it. We can no, do it right we now. can do it right this second. Oh, can we? All right. Oh All right. yeah. What's... I was putting together because okay. I have just ridiculous sweet tooth, and, and you guys seem to know the area really well. So I'm betting that you guys know places that I don't know. Okay. And so maybe, or maybe I'm hooking you up with something that you never thought to to go to for stuff. Well, let's hear so, let's hear your go to. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. in the in the cookie division. Okay. I am a big fan of an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. That's like my favorite. Respect. Okay. So there's a guy who goes to all the farmer's markets nearby. And it's called the Sconery. Sconage he Bakery. Makes, yes. The big, uh, makes, the big Nordic those guy. those cookies that are just He sells out of them constantly, yeah. unfortunately. But those are amazing. The other place that has amazing cookies that someone else hit me to is Deli News. Really? Oh. You know they're Deli News they're has full of fresh baked chocolate there. chip cookies that are incredible. Yeah, uh, you know, and I'm not surprised. They know what they're doing. Those Italians. <laughs> that that. Yeah. Go ahead. This go this if it's the Sconage Bakery, if it's the is it the like he's a big guy and he's got like seven daughters that all work for him or something like that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's that's got, like a he's got fairy the special tale paper that you can reseal. Yeah, we we did a short little blurb about them one time, and and it, I literally thought I was reading like an old Disney like fairy tale about a baker and his seven <laughs> daughters or something. <laughs> it, it, that's, it's actually pretty crazy what goes on over there. The daughters work the Cerritos market for him. It seems. What, where where is it at? Uh, so there's a there's a farmer's market in Cerritos that's over by that entertainment center over there. Yeah. So there's there. He goes to the one in the marina, the Sunday morning one. It's right across from the new uh, Second Street Plaza thing. Yeah, so it's all it's just all markets, farmer's markets. He's it's all farmer's like, markets. Yeah, okay. Obviously, okay. Deli News is at Deli News. Right, 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 right. Right. Um, so in the brownie division, the other thing that I stumbled onto recently, just dumb luck, 
and you've probably driven by this place a bazillion times and not realized it, but John's Hamburgers oh. yeah, has brownies on the menu. What? And they're as if somebody, it's like if you wanted to go home and like make a, a full thing of brownies and then wolf them down, that's what they taste like. Spring in Palo Verde, John's? By, Pretty close to that, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, by Milliken, exactly. Wow, didn't expect that. Yeah, I mean, we've both been John's many, many, uh, oh, many times. Hey, also, Bob, check this out. Great tortilla okay. soup there if you want a little appetizer before your dessert. Just let oh, you know. okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What? So good brownies. Huh? All right. Okay, I like that. Okay. okay. What, what else you they're got like for us? like a chocolate chip. They're really moist. What about like a cake division? What are, what are we doing so with that? So that's where we're going next. I okay. like what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, so cake, oh, yeah. Hit me. I want it all. Is a big, cake is a big battle in our household. There okay. are two places that, that have a grudge match, and we go back and forth, and we don't know who's better. One is actually technically in Lakewood, but we're still going to count it. Okay. And that's Susie Cake. Okay. Okay. Have you had a Susie Cake yet? I've had a Susie Cake. That's like the, that's, they're a chain, right? Yes. Yeah, I've had a Susie Cake. Yes, I've had a Susie Cake. Awesome. And then you're paying $1,000 for a piece of cake, but it's awfully good. <laughs> yeah. There, it's, a, it's a solid cake. And then the other one is, and I can never pronounce the first name of this place, so I always just call it the Bacon Broil over on Atlantic. Yeah, Bacon Broil. Yeah. John Gowards. There you go. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I'm gonna go bacon bro personally. I'm gonna I'm gonna end that debate for you. <laughs> All right. I'm but a- you know the Susie cake is good. It's uh it's overdone. I think. It's it's awfully big. But the thing that they have at Bacon Bro, which is amazing, is they have a combo. I think they call it the burger combo. And it's you can set it up where you get a burger, a drink, and a piece of cake, and it's like twelve bucks. That's not too bad. Don't you have yeah, to don't you have to wait like you know thirty five minutes or so to get a table over there? Well, right now I don't even know if they're seating anybody. So. Oh, there used to be that was that was the other secret to there was that they had a counter, and everyone would sort of wait. But if you go to the counter, it's first come first serve. You just, oh, if there's a seat, you grab it. Wow. But Thank nobody you. tells you that, so you have to kind of like figure that out. Like Applebee's. I guess <laughs> yes, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. All right, that's so pretty any, good. Or is there another division? I think that's it. Do you have any to add to those those areas? I oh. know one of the top bakers in the country, uh, one of my good friends, Mona Jones. Uh, she's incredible, makes unbelievable cakes. I know that. Uh, that's, okay. a, that's a home baker. Yeah, yeah. She's Art, a, it's at, right out of her house. Artsy Bakes by oh, Mona. Oh, but she sells it out of her house? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep, if you ever oh, want to check, check, she's probably got a website or something like that, but she makes some unbelievable stuff. You know what she could probably do, and I don't want to, like, you know, show her off too much, but she could probably listen to one of your stories and then make a cake out of it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's could. how good she is. Uh, What's her name again? Mana, M-A-N-A. M-A-N-A, okay. And then, uh, well, you know my tried and true is Miss Pris. Yeah, go of course. The, go there for the cupcakes all the time. Of oh, course. the cupcakes, sure. And uh, Unbelievable. There was one more I was going to throw at you. Oh, my God. just escaped my mind. What was I going to say? Oh, what about for like more more like your breakfast dessert type mm. action? Mm. Uh, a little The Merchant. Have you been there? Mm. So what what are you saying? The, mer- <laughs> the, the, the coffee shop is called The Merchant. So what are you getting there? What is your like, like a, a cinnamon roll or like a cinnamon coffee cake roll. or oh, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I like that. So I think it's worth it. I think it's worth a try. Keep that in mind. Yeah. See if you could put that in one of the divisions. 
Polly's Polly's would have to probably be in that division too. Well, Polly's in there. Hoff's Hut's in there for the pie. Yeah, yeah. the pie division yeah, is, yeah. Is, is loaded, absolutely loaded. loaded. <laughs> and then if <laughs> if you do if I don't know if you know about this one, but if you do like the oatmeal cookie, have you tried the five dollar box at Vons? Do they make an oatmeal chocolate chip? Oh though? yeah, I think. Oh they do. yeah, and they it's do. Incredible. It's uh, oh, I'm gonna have to be on that today then. Yeah, you might have to go just go that. get the. I think it's the five dollar box, and it's incredible. We've gotten the, the brownies there are pretty good too. We've gotten those. Well, you know what they we knew a baker uh, formerly of Vaughn's Pavilions. Who? Who? Oh, Nikki Mulgaris. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. good. She she worked at uh where'd she work at the one on Second Street? Yeah, Trees Bakery. Yep. And then she ended up working in the cake division at Pavilions. Yeah. And said it was a really good division. Yep. So you know, you and never she, know. She took her talents to North Carolina though. So they, you know yeah. what, they got a good one. Oh, out there. what's the what's the dessert and cake place that only takes cash on seconds? They should be in here too. Uh, oh, sweet, like Jill's sweet or Jill's. something. Yeah, Sweet Jill's is oh, a yeah. classic. Great, great spot. Great spot. Um, great. They have great rolls. cake too. Yeah, they're 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 really solid as well. Bob, this has been awesome, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Come for the sports stories, John. Stay for the dessert talk. Yeah, that's how we that's how we roll <laughs> yeah. around here. Good work. Bob, thanks a lot, man. We'll uh, check plug your uh, the auto audio book one more time for us. It's called Some Sports Stories. You can find it online at Barnes and Noble, Apple Books, Google Play. Those are those are solid, all solid places to find it. You're the man, Bob. Thanks a lot. We'll t- we'll talk to you real soon, hopefully. All right, sounds great. Wow, and how'd that affect you with guys? I'm gonna be honest. I didn't expect the dessert the dessert talk at the end. I loved it. But that, hey, that was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, I'm honestly, you know what? I'm I'm gonna tune in. An hour and a half, I got that. You listen could, to it in the car. Yeah, you can pull slinging that off. some Zaw front line. Yeah, yep, yep. I don't mind that. You can pull it off. I I I hope people download it because it sounds really funny. Yep. And I like it's tough to it's tough to advertise that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like right. You can say it's it's got comedy and heartwarming, but then you're like, well, like like what? It was like, well, that is the book. Yeah, you can't get you can't give away the jokes, right? Because then you don't away, have to exactly. You can't give away the, uh, but it sounds very feel good. He should start like to in order to promote it. He should start like, I swear to God, like stuff like that. I I swear to God, if this you book if you is don't great. laugh, yeah, something like that, I will chop off my finger. <laughs> something like that. I mean, that's the only way to promote it. I think I'm already thinking his next book. Well, maybe we'll co-write it. Maybe me and Bob will co-write this one. Oh, can I be a ghostwriter? You can be in on it too. Yeah, 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 that'd be sweet. Some desserts. I like that. That's it. <laughs> I like that. I, it's honestly you. What you said in the in the interview, it's so simple that it's genius, which is so true. Yeah, some sports stories, John. It's it's a it's a title and a subtitle all in one. Like, what is this book? It's some sports stories. Yep, it's got the triple S. Love the triple S. That's the triple S is great. You know what it should be? Some sports stories colon. Some sports stories. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Some sports stories. Some stories about sports. Yeah, I like that. Uh, some hey, that ass picking one sounds pretty funny. But you know, you know what's good about that, Paul? What is you know 
when you're looking for it, I guess online, it's in the S. It's in the yep. S category. That's so true. If get rid of these towels that start with the, it's it's gonna yeah. be confusing until the day I die. So true. The sports stories is it S? Is it T? Where are we looking for this? So thing? true, John. Some sports stories. I know where I'm looking. S. That is oh, it's such a good point. So it makes it so easy for us. You know, you go to Barnes Nobles, you look for a book, and and then you're like, oh, they don't have it. They must not have it. Right. Like the hatchet. John, am I going to the T category or am I going to the H category? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I mean. You know what else pisses me off while we're on the subject? Yeah, go ahead. Went to Staples uh, recently mm. within the last week. Ran okay. out of ink for my printer. Pump. Yeah, well, it's just. I don't thing. even want to get in. Get you know you how that goes. On the paper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were some kids in there shopping like two with their parents how old you know school what well, i'm saying school's back school is back yeah that's and things. it pissed me off that there weren't more do you remember when it was like you got to go get your school yeah. supplies and it's like of course you're running into three people you know it's yeah 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 i know what you're talking about i'm over it i'm over the online that's part oh, of that's part of growing up that's what you're saying you got to run into a few people yep. while you're out there getting your notebooks yeah you're right like and th- even if you don't run into people it's fun to go get back to school stuff. Right. And then you see them at school and then you're like, hey, wasn't that fun? We ran into each other at Staples. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And you're then so you're right. picking out your school. You're like, you're, you know, you're, it's a conversation in person. Like, check out this, this red notebook. I always went red as math. That's just what I did. Okay. I always went red math. Maybe I should have And done you're that. planning out. Yeah. That would, I'd have oh, been smarter a little bit. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I didn't even have a notebook. Oh, you got to have a notebook. And you got to have colors. You got to have like, you know, yellow is social studies. Green obviously is uh, science. See, I just I had didn't have that. You didn't have that. In you got to go back to school. But isn't it crazy that I was still able to do school pretty well when I didn't even have any of that structure? I can't believe you didn't have that structure. I was just a show and go guy. If red wasn't math, I would have never been able to graduate. What's What's period one? Pull out the first binder. Looks like we're yellow this year. Bam. <laughs> There it is. That's it. That's all that all right. happened. You're all right. You shop online then. No, I didn't shop online. I'm just saying that's what about how I one dealt. of those cool when you were little, one cool folders. Speaking of sports, one of those ones with all the different sports balls on it. You know, you gotta pick that out. Well, yeah. I was one of those guys where I just hated shopping so much that when we went to Staples, let's just grab whatever so we can get the hell out of there, okay. you know? I got a wiffle ball game to play. Okay. You know, I got you know, I only got a little bit left of summer here, John. <laughs> Uh, I, right. I will say, though, I had one of those accordion-style file uh, folders. Kind of a good little thing. Love the accordion-style yeah. file folder. Very underrated. People Very, don't use them as much as they used to. They're the best. Just, Maybe I should get one for now. You know what? That's a great, great call. We should start doing that. We should start doing that. I like that. Because Lord knows I don't have that, you know, all my auto stuff. My That's you know, so smart. My yeah. My W-2. My this. I don't have... I have so many papers I don't know what to do with. They're just loose leaf papers right now. And, John, that's how you lose stuff, and then you get a zero on that assignment. Yep. Right? Yep. The assignment in life. You you lose it. (laughs) Thank you. That's a zero. Uh, What were we talking about? Bob. Oh, yeah, Bob. Uh, Him being the Jeopardy guy was awesome. I didn't expect that. That's pretty cool. How do we... See, we meet all these cool people. He was people. like a bodyguard for Jeopardy. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, you think you think you're smart? Is your name even Brad? Right. And the guy's like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, you're in." You're in. <laughs> See, but like, 
we've we've met all these cool people on this show, and I'm just hoping that at one point, the our guest likes us so much that he's like, oh, I'll fucking get you whatever job you want, you know. But what are you gonna get? I don't know. I want to. All right. One day we need to have a massive party and every podcast guest, if every podcast guest came, that would truly be the most interesting party in Southern California. Yeah. That's a great point. Oh, yeah. You got Ashley Fry's, you know, like chilling with. (laughs) Mixing it up with uh, like Ed Ratliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you got, oh, that's good. You got got, uh, Spud O'Neill chilling with like uh, Mana. Yeah, you know, chilling with Mana, chilling yeah. with talking cookies with Bob. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah we, we should do that. Munson out there, he's probably just chilling with us, killing it. Yeah, me. Uh, Munson's at our table for sure. Yeah, George Chano's walking around giving everyone Jameson. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, he's got like a new peanut butter whiskey shot that he wants to get. Who's get going. Wasn't someone really mad and angry, like or pissed at Who? us? Just no, not at us, but like at uh, at the world. What about that guy that was straight from uh, England or Liverpool oh, or something? Oh, Matt Brown. Matt Brown, yeah. Yeah, good, good dude. dude. Good dude. Yeah, yeah. What about the dude that uh, did the Michael Jackson stories? Yep. Brandon Ogborn. Yeah, Bubba. Yep. Yeah. He's We've pretty, got some good guests. He's funny dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. We got to get him back on. He was legit. Oh, speaking of audiobooks, dude, he's got a, the audiobook right there. It's like a podcast, though, right? Yeah. But it's audio. I listened to it. Did you? Uh, the Bubba Ogborn? Yeah, the, the Michael yeah. Jackson oh, yeah, stories. The, yeah, I did. Yeah, that was good. It was really good. Uh, we got in trouble because everybody that tuned in to our show thought that they were getting like Michael Jackson show, but it was just a, yeah, and the, shooting our shooting yeah. The show. problem was his. The problem was his. His podcast was very well researched. Yeah. and like informative. And ours was just. And people thought we would be in tune with that. No, 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 no. But that's what makes us so special. Yeah. Zero prep work. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. Do you want to you want to know how many questions I had laid out for Bob Edinger today? Zero. I'd want whatever it. came out to my my head. It was I, I would know, let it rip. Oh no, I came up with that title. Yeah. Some true. sports stories. Yeah. All right, John. Let's uh, get to the rest of the show. Let's see, we got about I say probably fifteen minutes. Okay. Mm, maybe maybe fifteen minutes. All right, you ready? A uh, couple things. Oh, one, I wanted to bring this up. You let it marinate, all right? Let it sit. We talked about it earlier. Uh, I think we should start an OnlyFans. Charcuterie Boys, OnlyFans. I think it'd be wildly successful. Creating here's charcuterie an, Here's plates. what I need to know. Listen to me. Okay. I don't have an OnlyFans, Paul. What What do we do? OnlyFans. So we can literally do whatever you want. But. Charcuterie boys, let's hey maybe we we get our we make our board our cheeses our meats our jellies yeah. our fruits all that good stuff, lay it out and then we like take a picture like with our shirts off oh something like that or like with our feet in the air you know get the the foot fetish people going a little bit you know and we were about like fifteen bucks a month if we get like you know twenty thousand subscribers all of a sudden we're pretty rich. That's not a bad idea. Hey, let's. Reach out to the, are people, the community that are wants people that. on OnlyFans just searching for new people to subscribe to. I don't know. See, I don't know how that all works, but I don't have I don't have OnlyFans, and I'm not subscribed to OnlyFans. Mm. But I'm hearing that more and more people are doing it. Only like, and I'm sure there's like, I'm sure there's 
great upstanding content on OnlyFans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I hey, I'm not but shaming anybody. I'm like, I'm like scared. To, it's a site I'm scared to go on. Yeah, like, I don't a, even want to type it in. Yeah, tough. I don't want to go site. down that 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 that. Maybe tunnel. we should have somebody do a little research. Someone for needs us. to to yeah. Peel. We can have Peel do it. Peel. There's no <laughs> way he doesn't have some OnlyFans subscription. Peel's gonna love acting like this yeah, is yeah, his yeah. first time on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, hey, yeah. no, no, no. Then, yeah. Oh, oh, what's this all about? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right. Let's get to the, to the rest of the show. I'm just telling you it's going to be great. It's okay. going to be great. I, li- I do like the John, idea. we're famous. I do like the idea of us making charcuterie on video. Yeah. Vi- not even video. Or just take pictures. Oh. And we'll take our shirts I off. I want to do video. I want to co- do some commentary. An apron, you know, with like us just having our boxers on underneath. Okay. Not a bad idea. Us walking around the block in boxers with a charcuterie board. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And re- yeah, bad the, the bad boys of Long Beach. Yeah. All right, real quick. Did you see this? Three dollar movie tickets this Sunday at AMC, Marina Marina Pacifica. Really? Not that bad of an idea. Oh. They must not be doing well then, eh? Oh, eh. I don't not, know. I'm just how co- just okay. Just well, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, Three dollar movie tickets. That's yeah. like nineteen eighty five. Forty bucks. Yeah, probably. Dude, I. You know what I think? I want to ask every. I just. I want every guest. We need to remember this. Hmm. I want to ask every guest if it's okay to walk around the block in their underwear, and then when they say no, I'm going to say, "What about a speedo?" Yeah, 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 yeah. You should. New segment. Yeah. Okay. That's great. 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 Good call. Put that in your uh, stash. That. Okay. On that. That'll be the second question you ask. Did you write down? Just and then and then the maybe will be our last question. So they just leave yeah, like, yeah. questioning everything. Like, holy shit, what was that? What what yeah. even is a life? What is society? What are rules? Yeah. Okay. Next. I don't know if you saw this. Quick rest in peace to Chick the Penguin at the Aquarium of the Pacific. Uh how did, did I miss you see that? <laughs> no, I did well, not see yeah, I'm a little welcome to be honest with you. Uh Penguin's name was Chick, right? We all know that. Bobby Garcia, he's not looking for chicks. He's looking for MILFs. <laughs> so let's. Yeah, we leave. don't want chicks. He's getting rid of yeah. all, like, even thought of younger yeah. ladies. No. Uh, it's kind of smart, in my opinion. Yeah, he's spot on on that. But uh, yeah, poor, poor penguin. Uh, chick the penguin. Chick the Rest penguin. Rest in peace. Uh, penguins, are they going extinct? Well, to be fair, this guy should be out there. Wait, so it just died. Chick died. He died. He- or her. Or her. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Like Chick Hearn, or was it like a chick? It was a penguin named Chick. Okay. That's what the penguin was called. Uh, rest in peace. What? Like, I got a question. Go ahead. You think of, like, nature and, like, I think of animals eating other animals. But sometimes they just die, like a person? Yeah. So this penguin sure. just like went to sleep and didn't wake up. Did it have a heart attack? I don't know. And then like what happens? I can look it up for I you. I guess right in now. nature, like the vultures probably get it, right? Because like there's not a bunch of dead animals somewhere, is there? Yeah, they just like kind of disintegrate into the ground, right? Isn't that how it works? Oh. Uh erosion. Erosion. Is that and then, something? But like the, but well the vultures come, right? Circle of life, John. But what happened to the bones? Yeah, I don't know. Because those don't de- those don't disintegrate so quick, no. I I have no idea. Okay. I, maybe they maybe they do. Well, that's that's when you dig up. Yeah, you're right because that's when you dig up bones like in a hundred years, and they're like, "Whoa, 
what was this? Oh yeah, they just go underground. Yeah, they just it's just uh, circle of life. Yeah, it gives archaeologists something to do. Exactly, that's exactly. <laughs> it's like the minute it gets, it slowly goes underground, and then when it's like two inches deep, then an archaeologist can go be like, "I found it." That's exactly what it was. Oh, okay. Supports a whole major at, a, at every university. Oh, this was a three-month-old penguin named Chick. Maybe. Oh, it's maybe the Chick is the penguin. I thought you said Chick is the penguin. Yeah, I thought that was the name, but now maybe that's just a oh, that's a baby like saying penguin. calf. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was euthanized due to an unknown condition. It developed several 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 weeks after it was born, and wouldn't foreseeably survive. Sounds a lot like something that Bobby Garcia had to do. Yeah, it's just with. like what? Okay, it's an animal that will likely not survive. Just let it play its course, no? Yeah, I agree. Why we got to? Why do we have to murder? It's a good. Don't point, Don't bring John. the euthanize into this. It's a good point, John. We murdered a penguin. N- not we, Bobby Garcia. Yeah, Bobby Garcia killed a penguin. Yeah, he's such a good guy, right? Such a good guy. Yeah, he's killing little baby birds. <laughs> Kind of messed up that if you ask sad. me. I just, I'm just saying. Well, I hope there's not an aquarium in Washington D.C. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, well, they're I, fucked up. Yeah, buddy. hide your penguin. Hide your baby penguins. Hide your baby penguins. Uh, hide all young life forms. This guy stops at nothing. No, he <laughs> wants milfs and nothing else. Uh, all right, next, Dave and Buster's John D and B finally opening at, next month at Town Center. Yeah, oh yeah. I've been waiting for this for so long. I, they, well, just because I have a gift. I've told you about this. I got a gift card in my wallet. I, I would love this. It has. There's no way it has more than $6. I've it. had the same gift card in my wallet for years. I need this thing to be out of my wallet. And people have been asking me, like, dude, you got to get rid of it. No, I'm not getting rid of my Dave & Buster's gift card. Does yours have, like, nothing on it as well? It's probably, like, 4 bucks yeah. or 3 bucks. But still. We're going to go there one time and split, like, tater tots and then leave. Oh, I'm playing a couple of games. Oh, okay. We should get banged up a little bit. Why not? Okay. I want to know, how do they get all those games in there? I didn't oh. see that happen. Do they build them in there? Do uh, they wheel them all in there? I didn't see them there, wheeling anything. They got one of those those uh, warehouse garage type things, I bet. Oh, you're probably they right. They don't let you see that part. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. Maybe Cis- that's Cisco what took so long. Cisco can back right up to that thing. Maybe that's, that's what probably yeah. took so long. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Last thing for you, and you're hey, you're gonna want to sit down for this one. This is okay. You're gonna be pissed. LBCC chose a firm to manage Jeff Bezos's wife's donation. What? Remember, we said that is uh, oh. we we had the idea first. Yeah, we said just give us the money. We'll tell you what to do with it. Yeah, that's fucked up. They stole that from us. And then they chose some firm that's probably going to be shady and do some Queen Mary shit. It's so shit. crazy. To, that's jacked that, like, up. All they care about is, is like helping the poor with this money. So they probably hired like six very rich like firm people. Right. To make so them, true. To, to spend so half true. of it like so they can spend the other half of it in the right way. That's so true. It's so ridiculous. I still don't understand how... Jeff Bezos' wife is connected to Long Beach City College. Did we ever find that out? Yeah. What's the story? Like she just like heard about it. She was like around. Her, is Long Beach City College struggling? No, Long Beach City College is 
is at the forefront of fighting homelessness or something. Oh, is that what it is? Like they're building like food insecurity. You know how that word is everywhere? Nope. Well, they're they're at the forefront. Okay. Okay. And so she's just like she doesn't live in Long Beach. I would imagine. Where's Bezos live? Well, I guess they're not together anymore. Yeah. 30 mil, though. Wouldn't you... I'd kill to freaking have so much money that I'm like, oh, what should I give this 30 million to? <laughs> let's find let's a... Just let's tr- just find a community college. Yeah, that's not a bad it's, idea. It's crazy that, that that's what she came up with. She... Good for them. That, good, good for that firm. Third, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That could have been us. We, yeah. we should start a firm. We should start a firm. The firm of, we got to come up with a good name. Firm boys. <laughs> <laughs> but like Grossy and Slater, but like yeah, not yeah. Grossy and Slater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yep. It's time. I think it's time to call Pete Davidson. Oh, didn't he? Oh, he broke up with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's kind of sad. No, I can't wait for the episode to come out. <laughs> or wait. did it? I've been at... I, you know, hand up. I haven't watched new, the Kardashians in a long time. It's a new season. I don't know. It's on Hulu. I watched like four episodes of the new season. I think the season ended. I still don't even tell me. No, I I'm still not, haven't watched Only Murders in the Building. Oh, man. I I, 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 I I need to watch it. I'm hey. going to say. What? No. What a great show, though. Oh, God, yeah. I, not, but no spoilers, nothing. I, okay. Is there a way for us to be involved in that show? I think we'd have... We can... Give a lot to that show. I mean, we're podcasters just like I they do are. think if if our plan goes correctly, I think a lot of Hollywood actors and actresses would want to hire us to make their charcuterie boards. That's not a bad idea. Oh, that's a great idea. Because they, first of all, everyone loves charcuterie, but we're a little bit more high class than the of average course. person can afford. Of course. Because we're entertainment and charcuterie. Of course. And we'll take our shirts off. We're not, hey. Yeah, you, you, know how- you keep saying that. I'll You're take the it shirt off, off guy. Okay, I'm that's the fine. commentary guy. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Well, you make more, John. Everybody knows you make more money if you go naked in a movie. Oh, uh, that's true. So that's what happens when we do that for the charcuteries. Okay. All right. Uh, that's kind of all I got. Okay. Oh, I want to bring up one more quick thing, John. I can't go to this freaking taco stand over here. I'm. I don't think I'm ever gonna go. I can't, John. The line's too long. I can't. Yeah. I, Holy shit, this must be the best place of all time. And you know what? It was my first, my gut reaction was like, I'm on the side of the business owners. Like, because you know the local Mexican restaurants aren't happy. No, it can't be. Can't be. And then I was like, you know what, John? You got to stop being, you know, so stuck in your ways. Try yeah. It. And I would have tried it, but it was the line was too long. But now I do know that the local restaurants are mad. Oh, they are mad. Yeah, it's like like it's some special law that got passed, and like these people don't have to deal with the FDA, like like all oh. the regulations that restaurants have to pay for. It's like this new law to help these help out everyone. Yeah, like it's like then why do the restaurants still have right, to do it? You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. So they're mad about that. They got the it's like cheap tacos, but like they could kill you. They also got yeah, true. They also got like this big meat. You know the things that you find at like Greek restaurants? Yeah. Where they shave spit. Yeah, spit. They have one of those. I'm driving by there. Yeah. It's got a big ass spit. Yeah. I just So what is it? You taco know what? stand or no? 
I'm not gonna say I would never go, but I, I just, I'm not one of those people. And there are so many people who a line tells them it's good. I guess whatever. No, not me. The line is the last thing on earth I want to be in. Right. I just, and it's a shame for you know, but I would rather go to a place that's true, probably terrible, but has no line. John, skip the line with the McDonald's app. Oh. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, Fast foods may raise their prices twenty percent. You see that? I heard about that. What's that all? I didn't read it. Uh, something about, I mean, it's probably like fast food workers getting like hero pay or some shit. Okay. I, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, whatever. Mc, McDonald's will find a way to still give me <laughs> seven <laughs> cheeseburgers for two bucks. So I'm not too worried about it, buddy. Uh, all right. good. You got anything else? Uh, no. Charcuterie boys are raising our prices though. Yeah, we will be. Uh, I have a 908 athlete of the week this week. It's not really a, okay. uh athlete, but the 908 athlete of the week is Stephen Barbie, our guy. 2 and 0. Really? To start the year. Yeah, they went and kicked the shit out of Clovis or whatever it was in Fresno, and then they played Sarah, who's supposed to be pretty good, just beat him last week. They beat Sarah? Yeah. 2 wow. and 0. We knew Barbie had his guys rolling. Barbie's incredible. You know, he didn't need that other kid that left. He no, knew what was going never on. Needed that he wasn't kid. worried about it one bit. He had a guy. Hey, talk about next man up mentality. This kid, the quarterback, comes in. And now he's freaking ripping it up. He's one of their guys. He's sick. Forget Paul, his name. Paulie's a program, not a person. Yeah. Program. Never, never forget that. That's a great point. Uh, congrats. Coach Barbie, our guy. Well, hey, we need to get him on in like three weeks. Yeah, let's get him on. Mid, maybe their bye week. Let's mm-hmm. get him on their bye week. Because he's the busiest guy in, right. in SoCal. I texted him after that first win in Clovis, but I didn't text him this last week. Did you, what You texted him in Clovis? He was in Clovis. Oh. I texted him. I thought we were trying to meet Late up. night, had like had a couple cocktails. <laughs> Friday night, had a little cocktails, and I, uh, you know, go, scrolling through Twitter. They got a W, and I was like, well, shit. Got to yeah. sh- shout out my guy real quick. And he said, big game next week against Sarah. And then they won. So there you go. The best thing about being a coach is you always know what to say because it's you could say the same thing. Yeah. Big game next week. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, each game is the biggest game yeah. for him. Uh, all right. That's it. Great job. Also, quick uh, what to watch for. 908 after the week. St. Francis High School plays Millican High School. This weekend, this Friday. Zank's nephew is the quarterback of St. Francis. Oh, He's are you going nasty. to the game? I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I got to get. What is it, this Friday? Well, this Friday, I got to get my shift okay. covered. We'll hit up Coach Pelham, see if we can get some tickets. Okay, Coach what do you think about that? Uh, all right, that's all I got, John. You got anything else? Uh, no, this has been some podcast. I like that. Uh, John, life is great in the 908. Shooters shoot. So shoot your, your shot. Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away out of net, hang time. What you wanna do, tell me, what you gonna do when I come through, bang.
breaks out leaps. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that. Next time, remember who you're playing. You get no mercy, know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too far to lay up, catch you on the rebound. Game over, stay up. What you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?